Good. We're glad you're here. Uh, my name is Brandon, and I'm the lead pastor here. And we're uh, we're in the series tuned in, and we're going to continue talking about that this morning. But um, it's also Communion Sunday, so. Two, two things, if you're here, for those of you in person, uh, you can feel free to go ahead and, and pre-preferate, get prepared, right? Kind of get it started. These are not the easiest things to work. Some of us have multiple degrees and we're like, I don't know. I can't figure it out. So go ahead and get ready for that. If you're watching on, online, if you're tuning in, um, you can right now go get the elements uh, and then be ready to take them with us at the end of the service. So um, we, uh, we're in our series uh, tuned in. We're also going through this, a red letter challenge. And, and uh, some, a lot of us have been going through this together, which is awesome. Um, there's, uh, if you don't have your book or if you pre-bought your book and still haven't got it, it's in the lobby. If you're still like, oh, I want to get one. I really haven't met. You can still get one today. We have a bunch of extra. We ordered a ton more. Um, so if you still were like, I don't know. Okay, I'm just going to go get it. Go get, you can get yours in the lobby. Um, today begins day 13. So if you're going through with us, if you're kind of following along, um, hopefully you did this last week and uh, it, it was really good. There's, um, I, I can't remember which day it was. I think it was maybe day, day, uh, day, nine, day nine or 10. One of them I really didn't like. Uh, because, um, because, I think maybe it's day 10, because um, he, mentioned, uh, he mentioned how, um, how sports, sports he says... Do you remember this? Sports are interesting, but not important. I know that's true, but I don't like being told that. <laughs> uh, it, it hurt good a little bit of like, man, I, I'm, I'm big into sports. Like I'm usually watching highlights every day. And, and it's like, okay, like just a, a good reminder of like, hey, sports are, are fun, but it's not the main thing, right? Um, so anyways, there's, each day there's like nuggets like that that I pull out and just go, ooh, okay, I think, Lord, that's what you had for me. So um, if you're going through that, uh, follow along with us. It's been, it's been really good. Um, we're in the series Tuned In, and what we're talking about is how to hear from God. And, and, we're, and we're saying it's kind, of, it's, kind of like, it's kind of like a radio, like an old school radio that, that, you, that you, you tune into or you try to, right? And you've got to find the station and it's static until you get to the right spot. And then it's like, oh, I got it. I hear it. Keep our missions right? We just do this to the right? um, and, and, and so what we're saying is, is to hear from God is a lot like that, where you're saying, all right, Lord, to hear from you, I need to be tuned in to what you're saying. I need to be attentive and paying attention. I need to be aware, and I need to intentionally try to hear from you. So uh, week one, we talked about the Bible and we talked about how, how important this is to read. And, and God is like, okay, you want to know what I have to say? Here's the good news. I wrote it down, right? And, and, and you have access to it. You, it's almost like we have too much access to it. We have, we have so much access to scripture that, that maybe we don't read it because it's just all around us. It's in our phone. We have multiple translations. It's everywhere. And, and, and instead, of, instead of treasuring this as, oh, this is so rare, it's just sort of like common. And, and, and we don't really take seriously, no, this really is like, like life-changing. And then last week, Pastor Andy talked about prayer and how, how prayer, to hear from God, like prayer is a conversation. It's not just like telling God demands or this is what I want, you know, or else like a genie or somewhat, right? But rather, uh, this is a relationship. This morning, we're going to be talking uh, about 
how God speaks to us through other people. And, and, and I wanna start by saying uh, kind of a, a few disclaimers. Number one, this is the one that can also, um, uh, it can also lead to wrong conclusions if done, if done poorly. So what we, what we tend to do uh, is we find people who tell us what we think, want to hear, think we should do. They agree with us. And then we say, see, they agree. That means God wants me to do X, Y, Z, right? And it's very easy to do that. People do it all the time or they hear someone say something and it lines up with what they want to be true. And so they just kind of claim it, right? I've, I've encountered plenty of people who, who are like this. They find friends around them, not the ones they know will disagree with them, but the ones they know will agree with them. And then they get sort of this input in their life and they say, this seems to be, this seems to be what God wants because my friends are telling me this and it also is true what I want. And, and so therefore I'm gonna get a divorce. Oh, that's, that's where you went with that, huh? That was quick. And we tend to do that within our lives, like anything, anything. And so this has the potential to, to be used incorrectly and do that. The second thing I, I wanna add as a disclaimer is, uh, is, is this. Um, part of this morning is gonna sound very, very self-serving from my perspective. Because it is, no. <laughs> But it's gonna sound that way because what we're, what we're gonna talk about is how God speaks to us through other people and, and just simply being like my, what my role is is gonna sound like, okay, you're just saying that because you're on the stage. And, and, and we're gonna look into that. And I, and I know a lot of us are gonna think that already because I think that when I read these kinds of things. But I wanna start by saying this. Let me know if you agree or disagree with this statement. God can speak through anyone, anywhere, Anytime. You agree with this? Okay. All right. I, I, quite a few yeses. Maybe the no's were like, oh, I don't know. Anyone? Really? Even enemies of Christ? Anywhere? Right? Wherever you are? Anytime, at any time, God can speak? Here's what we see in Scripture. God speaks through a number of different people a number of different ways. He speaks through prophets that he, he kind of raises up and says, all right, here's what I want you to say. And they write it down. And we have a whole, we have a whole bunch of prophets in the Old Testament. He speaks through, uh, through kings, right? There's also kings in charge of entire countries. And there's good kings and there's bad kings. And God speaks through kings. We also see that, that God speaks through friends. God speaks through friendships in here. We see King David has a friend named Jonathan and this guy speaks hard truth into David's life and, and as a friend. And he says that we're closer than brothers. And he speaks truth into his life. We see God speak through families, entire families that God, can be, God, God uses to, to, to carry out and to, 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 to display and to share his will. We see that, that God speaks through leaders, especially in the New Testament. God speaks to particular people at particular times. And we see God, this is interesting. We see God speak through sermons in here. That people who are giving sermons, who are then written down for us, God speaks through their message that they've prepared. It's almost like we're reading about a sermon about a guy who wrote down, so it's like, okay, wow, I wasn't there for the sermon, but I, I'm, I'm hearing about it still. Now, there are times when we may think, 
maybe we're tempted to think or, or maybe, maybe, uh, maybe our theological persuasion kind of leads us to think this way, that, that you know what? Um, I don't agree with this person, this teacher, this scholar, this theologian on X issue, whatever that issue is. So therefore, I can't listen to them or learn from them at all. Now, I'm not gonna ask you to raise your hand if you've ever thought that. Uh, I certainly have to the point where I'm like, oh, this, this person, this guy? No, 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 okay. Turn it off, change the channel, move it on. No, skip. But I, I wanna tell you, there, there's, there's instances in this book where God speaks through people who, who you don't just disagree with, but that disagree vehemently with you, even about faith. God speaks through even non-Christians. And if, if we're not listening, we can miss it. There's a passage in Acts 5 where, where, um, where the, uh, uh, Peter and John are arrested and they're kind of like, hey, you guys are preaching Jesus and we told you not to and they're in big trouble, right? And they're before the Sanhedrin and there's this one of these guys, one of the, the Pharisees named Gamaliel and, and he stands up and he speaks and they're ready to like get rid of these guys like, hey, let's just, let's just, let's just, get, let's just end their life and be done with this, kind of how we did with Jesus. And, 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 and this guy gets up and he says, all right, guys, hold on. Before we do this, let's think about this. He says, if, 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 they're, if what they're doing is of human origin, it's gonna fail like, like every other uprising has failed in the past. But if what they're saying is from God, here's what you're gonna find. You're gonna find yourself fighting against God himself. So my advice, let's just let him go and see what happens. And it works. And he convinces the entire Sanhedrin, all 70 of these leaders, these scholars, and they let him go right? This guy's not a Christian by any means. We, we, see, we see in Numbers 22, there's a, a famous story that, that I still read and, and chuckle over, but also like, wow, what would that have been like? God even speaks through a donkey <laughs> to this guy named Balaam. God can speak through a donkey. You think he can speak through someone that maybe you don't agree with or you don't like or that it just doesn't make sense? Like, like God, God, God speaks to us in ways that I, that I don't think I don't think we're listening for. Now, typically, what we see in Scripture and in practice is that God speaks through His His believers, His followers, and part of this is because in in First Corinthians chapter six, we're we're told that that we are temples of the Holy Spirit, that we are God's temple, and the Holy Spirit somehow I don't know how like this works, but the Holy Spirit actually lives inside of us. If you're a follower of Jesus, the Holy Spirit lives in you. He's in you. It's not like God's like out there, like, oh, I wonder what he's thinking. It's like, hey, I'm right, I'm, I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm always a breath away from you. Like, I am right here in you. And so when, 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 when you and I are living, and especially if we're living in tune with the Spirit and like walking by the Spirit, as Scripture says, it, makes, it, it, it shouldn't surprise us that we can actually speak what the Holy Spirit maybe is putting on our hearts and is sharing. And that other people in your life can actually share what God is share, wants you to hear through them, that God speaks through us because the Holy Spirit's in us. So I, I, I wanna talk about um, two of the most common ways. I'm convinced there's two, uh, there's two really common ways in which God speaks through other people. 
And they are this, and this is gonna sound self-serving, but it's, I, I think it's gonna make sense. Um, the first is through church leaders. Right? But really, the first is through church leaders. And when I say church leaders, I'm not like saying only this leader. I'm saying just church leaders in general. We're going to look at that. And then the second is through really close, godly, wise friends and mentors. People in your life that, are, that you're doing life with or beside or that you know are like really influential in your life. Those two people, those, those two groups of people are extremely, should be extremely influential in hearing from God. A third category we could add that I don't think, I do, like we talked about earlier, I don't think is a good one that God speaks is, is your friends who just want to agree with whatever you've already thought. They're just saying what you want to be true. I, I would look out for that and say, okay, I don't, I don't know if that is God speaking. That's just maybe personal experience or interaction or hopefulness, but, but God is prob- probably not in that. Most of the times that I feel I'm, I'm hearing from the Lord, he, he's usually not agreeing with what I'm thinking. <laughs> it's usually I need to change or alter or tweak something or that something else needs to happen. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna look first at, at 1 Peter chapter 4. First Peter chapter four, um, Peter's gonna tell us specifically about this first category of church leaders. Here's what he says. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others. This is all of us now, right? You've got a gift. Often in scripture, it's referred to as spiritual gifts. There's a number of passages that talk about it. And he says, listen, whatever your gift is, here's here's what you should do with that gift. You should serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. And then he says this, if anyone speaks, now that's what I'm doing right now. It's not like anyone who talks, like everyone talks. But anyone who speaks, who actually like is presenting God's word, here's what he says. They should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. That's a little humbling. It's also a little frightening. It's also, ready for this, it can also be extremely abusive. He continues. If anyone serves, they should do so with with the strength God provides and in all things, God may be praised through Jesus Christ. And you need to continue to go through various other gifts. Here's what he's saying. To those who've been placed in a, in, a, in a leadership position publicly, who speak God's word, who, who preach the Bible, they should do so as though they are speaking the very words of God. Now, there's, there's, uh, there's a few issues here, right? And I, and I know what you're thinking already, because I'm thinking it. Here's, here, I, I read this and I say, Really? like all the time, like everything they say is God speaking, everything, always. And the short answer is absolutely. No, I'm just kidding. It's not. The short answer is, well, not necessarily. There are times, like I I can... I can tell you plenty of times where I've heard something from a stage or, or someone preaching and I knew this was not biblically correct or even close to being accurate. And I'm just, ooh, that is, that's a dressed up heresy. That's actually not true. 
And in those instances, you could say this, here's the deal, you're right. That's not God's, they're speaking as, as though God is speaking in some, some mistruth or untruth. I've heard some crazy things preached from the stage. And here's what I would say. In those instances, those people, that person, whoever that is, is sharing, they are not speaking from this posture or this mindset that they're not being obedient to First Peter, that they aren't speaking God's words, they're speaking their own. This is, um, this is what often happens when, when someone comes up with a new, a new theology or an uncovered truth that no one's ever known before. It took, them, it took us 2,000 years of scripture and this person to be born and to have this brilliant insight that no one ever knew before. But they are so special. God has picked them for this new theology, this new perspective. So buy my book. <laughs> can, I, can I tell you right now, you should be very weary, very wary of that to think, okay, hold on. This person, whoever they are, whatever their background is, probably isn't coming up with some new truth that supersedes the rest of this. So it, this means for us, it means having a good grip on theology. A good, a good understanding of the, the basics of faith to be able to recognize it and say, ooh, I don't know about that. Now, that's the extreme. And those are not the norm. Like usually on a Sunday, you get up, you're probably, I hope, you're probably not gonna get 35 minutes of heresy. <laughs> Here's what I think instead. Instead, what we're told in scripture is that God's word does not return void. We're told this. God's word, here's what that means. That when this is read, when this is preached, when this is understood correctly, that it actually, it actually is working in people's lives and creates life change and, and can actually, like, like you can actually hear God speaking to you and move in your life because it's not just like ink on a page. This is living and active. And so if we treat it as such, what we're saying is I wanna be in a position, a posture that, that whenever someone is talking about this, God might be talking to me. That it's not about the person or the per, like the church leader on the stage. I'll be the first to tell you this. Like I'm, I'm like it's not it's not like I'm some great person. I, I, I promise you, I'm not. But for whatever reason, God has me up here right now talking about this, and you're listening to this. So so our your mindset, your posture should be all right. God may be trying to to teach me something. He may be trying to tell me something today. I've, I've, um, uh, have you ever had that moment? Um, and I'm, I'm sure you have. I, I certainly have where, where you feel like the speaker is speaking directly to you. Have you ever had that experience where they're up on preaching? Maybe it's happened here, maybe another church or maybe somewhere else. Or you're visiting a church where you don't know anyone and he's up there, they're preaching. And you're like, how do you know this? <laughs> How, how is it that you know exactly like eerily what I'm going through and, and you're describing my situation or you're describing like this problem, that, this issue that I have or what I'm going through. How is it that you know all of that in my life? I'll get people um, who, who will come up after a sermon and they'll say, man, this morning I felt like you were talking directly to me. Like it, it was like, you somehow, somehow you knew. It's, it's like you were listening in on a conversation that I had just yesterday and now you're talking about it. 
And I want you to know two things. Number one, that's because family members report to me everything you're doing. <laughs> no, in reality, listen, I have no, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm not spying on you. No one from the stage is spying on you. No one's looking into your life. And, and nor did, did I write this sermon or any other sermon or did any other with you in mind thinking, you know what? I'm writing this just for them because they need it. They're terrible. They need to hear this. I'll let everyone listen in, but I'm speaking just to them. That doesn't happen. So here's the second thing. When that happens, when you have that moment where it's like, man, I feel like you're like preaching to me, like there's no one else in the room and I'm, you're just looking right at me. Here's what you should do. In that moment, you should be thinking, this is God speaking to me, not Brandon. Not the guy on the stage, not whoever that is I'm listening to, not this DVD of watching this sermon. Like this is, okay, for whatever reason, God has lined up my life and this message and what's being said. And so I need to listen to God himself, that this is a, this is a key moment that you should say, okay, I need to tune into this because if I'm tuning in my dial, like for whatever reason, right now, this moment, I feel like God is talking to me. You, you have that posture. And, and when you have an experience like that, like God is speaking to you through someone else, pay attention. Pay attention. Look at what Paul says when he talks about uh, the Holy Spirit's role in this. He says this in 1 Corinthians 2. What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God so that we may understand what God has freely given us. Like this, is, this isn't something we're making up. This is literally God's spirit speaking and giving the gospel to us. He says that this is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom, here it is, but in words taught by the spirit. Paul is saying, listen, we, we, we're giving words that, that the Holy Spirit himself is, give, is teaching us. In these moments, these moments where you have where someone's preaching the gospel, preaching even just scripture or an issue or something that matches up with your life, okay, these are the Spirit's words. These aren't just some, some guy on the stage talking at you. This is God speaking to you. And he says this, explaining spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. And then he goes on to say this, the person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness. This is why some people who can hear the same passage, the same sermon, the same verses, one can say, oh my gosh, that, that was like life-changing. That, that was like for me. And another person can say, I don't know, that didn't make any sense to me at all. Or, or uh, I don't know if I believe all this. In fact, that seems kind of crazy. One person's having a spiritual experience that they're just, I feel like I am experiencing God. And the person sitting next to them who's maybe skeptical, maybe isn't a Christian, is like, oh, I don't know, this seems silly. And, and the difference isn't the words being spoken. The difference is the presence of the Spirit. He goes on to say, and this person, without the Spirit, considers these words of God maybe even as foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. There are, this, is why, this is why some things in this book can only really truly be understood and, and like felt if you're a Christian. That it only makes sense to you when you're reading it to say, I, I kind of had a similar experience. Like I know exactly what that's like. And that only happens 
if you've chosen to follow Jesus. For if you, if you haven't chosen to follow Jesus, you aren't a follower, a believer, then some of this you'll read and go, oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't, or I don't want that to be true. I get that. I understand that. There's a lot in here I don't want to be true. But man, I'm, who am I to say what, what God can and can't say, should or shouldn't do? Like, I'm convinced, like every word of this is God speaking. So here's what this means. If you're a follower of Jesus, you should be looking to hear from God every time someone teaches from this. And it doesn't matter if they're your favorite speaker or not. It doesn't matter if you, listen, if you think you could do a better job on stage or you're critiquing, oh, I wouldn't have said that. Oh, I would have changed that. I would have rearranged that. God can speak to you through that person who, who, who is maybe unpolished, maybe, maybe not as, as pleasant to hear or listen to as you would hope. God can and does speak through them. Anytime, anytime someone opens this up, and gets ready to teach. You should say, all right, Lord, you're gonna to speak to me. Maybe you're in a small group and you open it up and someone's reading it and you're like gonna go through it and go through the questions. And maybe there's a few points where you're like, okay, this is dragging on or all right, uh, this is, I already know all this. Tell me something I don't know. Listen, your posture should be, we're gonna open up the Bible here. God, you're gonna to speak to me. I don't know what you're gonna say. I don't know what it, but... I'm going to have this posture of anytime, anytime someone opens this up, I want to hear from you because God can speak through anyone, anywhere, anytime. So I better pay attention. I better be paying attention. God can speak through anyone, anywhere, anytime. Um, I love, this is insight into my life a little bit. I love how-tos, you know what I'm talking about? Like books, how-to books, videos, like you go on YouTube, how-to, whatever it is, like, uh, you know, like just doing stuff around the house. How to, you know, uh, set up your, your barbecue, you know, to out-grill your neighbors. I'll watch that, <laughs> right? Like how-to, like how-tos are, are all over the place um, in our lives. And, and like, I'm, I'm a sucker for them. I'm how-to X, Y, Z. I want to know how to do that. Let's do it. I, I, so much so that I, um, um, maybe some of you are like me, you love how-tos. And so I uh, recently, just last week, I bought a book, which is not uncommon. I buy a lot of books. I read a lot. Um, my wife actually laughed at me and kind of rolled her eyes and made fun of me for this book. Uh, this book is called How to Read a Book. <laughs> Can I tell you, I'm like super excited to read this thing, to be like, all right, I want to know how to read a book. I've been reading books forever, but but am I doing it wrong? <laughs> like, how do, I love how-tos. Now, I've, I've also always wanted to preach a sermon uh, called this, how to listen to a sermon. Wouldn't that be interesting, right? I mean, we just assume, we just show up and we're like, okay, I'm just gonna listen to this guy talk and I'm gonna leave. But like, what if there's actually strategy or a way, a posture, a position where you can show up and say, I'm gonna maximize what I get out of this. And it, and, it de- and it really does depend on my involvement in, in this setting. That would be a great sermon, right? I think. So here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna preach it to you right now. You ready? 
just a snippet, just a little bit, because I've actually got a whole lot to think about um, of, of how you guys can listen to me better. So, no, but, but in all reality, not just like myself, like anytime you're in a, you're in a, a church setting and, you, and someone's gonna get up and preach, here's what you should do. There's, there's four things that you should do every single time regardless of the person or the name or the face on this stage. Number one, every time you come on Sunday, you should pray, God, speak to me today. Before you walk in the doors, right? Maybe you're in your car driving here. Maybe you're getting out. Maybe you're dropping the kids off. Maybe you're getting your coffee, whatever it is. Pick a moment in your Sunday and say, all right, this is the time where I'm gonna, God, speak to me. Maybe it's literally, you have a routine. You do the certain things. You get your, your, your cup of coffee. All right, I got my coffee, Lord. All right, before I go in, Lord, speak to me today. I don't know. I have no idea what I'm about to hear, but I know that you want to speak to me. That's number one, right? That's good, right? All right. So for you, from here on out, anytime you come on a Sunday to this church or any other church, all right, God, speak to me today. Number two, assume God wants to speak to you during every sermon you hear, regardless of who's preaching it. Uh, you should walk in with a posture. God, you want to say something to me today and it doesn't matter who's on the stage, if I like them, if I'm not, if I track what they're saying or I'm like, ah, oh, it's not my favorite. It doesn't matter who it is. God, you want to speak to me today through this person through, because they're going to be sharing your word and I want to hear it. Number three, look for a major takeaway from every sermon you listen to. Just one, not seven, not 12, because it'll be lost. You just won't remember. But one thing where you could walk away and say, all right, here's the one thing I got. That guy just went on and on and on and on. But he said this one thing that kind of, kind of woke me up. What is that one thing? Focus on that one thing. Think about that one thing. All right, I'm gonna walk away from this sermon with just one thing, one takeaway, one insight that I feel like, gosh, Lord, this, this might be you. That might be the thing you want me to hear this morning. And then number four, repeat that one thing, that one takeaway to yourself later that day and then for the rest of the week. Whatever that thing is, don't let it just sort of stay here when you walk away. When you leave this building, you're thinking, I got the one thing. I got that one thing, that one that one thing that I feel like God is telling me or showing me or wants me to do, okay, and I'm gonna remember that. Maybe if you go to lunch with someone, bring it up. Hey, you know what I heard today? Can I just hit me a little bit? Like when he said this or he read this verse and it just, man, it just resonated with me, right? I just wanna share that with you guys. I don't know if you had a, a moment like that or like, like remind yourself of that one thing. And then each day, all right, Lord, you seem to this Sunday, you seem to speak to me of the, this one thing. And then when Sunday comes around, do it again. Do it again the next week, next Sunday. All right, God, I felt like I heard from you last week. Now, it's Sunday. I'm about to go listen to a guy talk. Speak to me again. Let's do it again. I want to get another thing out of front. I want to hear from you again. God can speak through anyone, anywhere, anytime. So let's look through. Now let's, let's look at uh, other Christians. How God speaks through, through other people in your life. Most, 
Most American Christians, like listening on a Sunday is easy, right? You show up, there's not much interaction for you to do. Maybe you laugh, you cry, you cheer, right? You, you, uh, you, you just adore gushingly over what the guy's saying. Like you, so much, so much. No, but in reality, like you show up and it's really easy. You sit down and you listen and you take it in. But what's harder to do is to have that same kind of posture, that same kind of of attitude with other people in your life. It's easy because when you show up to church, you're expecting, you're in a a moment, maybe you've had worship, you're focusing, you're quiet, right? The the kids are kind of away. Like, it's just like, all right, I'm just gonna focus this we, this moment on you, Lord. What do you, and and it's easy to do that. But, But God, I think, speaks to you much more and and, and, and much more often through other believers than he does just, you know, from a guy on a stage on a Sunday. That God is actually speaking to you each and every day if you're listening. Look at what Paul tells us specifically about the function of people in the church. He says this, talking about spiritual gifts. He says this, now to each one, the manifestation of the spirit is given for the common good, that, that, that we all have these gifts and it's all to serve and for the betterment of the church. And then he lists out a few gifts. He's gonna list out a bunch. We're gonna look at just the first two. To one there is given through the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, a message of wisdom. And to another, a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. And he's gonna go on and list out a whole bunch of other spiritual gifts and faith and prayer and all kinds of stuff. But, but those two in particular are important for us because here's what this means. This means that there are people in your life who aren't the pastor, who God uses to give a message of wisdom or a message of knowledge to. That God uses people in your life to speak directly to you into your situation. And it isn't, they don't have to have like a degree from a seminary to be able to, to be qualified to speak into your life. That this is part of the function of the church and people in the church who, who this is their role. There are people in your life that God wants to use to speak wisdom and knowledge into you. Are you listening for it? Are you paying attention? Are you wanting it? It usually, this isn't true all the time, it usually comes as the opposite of what you think is true or want to be true or want to be right. When when someone speaks into your life and it's, I don't know if, I don't know if you should be doing this. I don't know if this is the right thing that, that God will want. I think maybe... What do, you, what do you think about this? All right, that should be a, okay, Lord, are you telling me something? Am I off base here? Is this something different or something new or something I should be focusing on? God is speaking to you through other faithful believers. He goes on later in the same chapter. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. And he talks about now what we often refer to as the body of Christ, right? Which is the church. And it's because of this language that Paul says this, this acts a lot like a body. Now, if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that same reason stop being part of the body just because it isn't the same part. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. 
It, just because you don't play the same role of someone else doesn't mean you aren't a part of the body. Does that make sense? We don't all play the same role. It, it would be really weird if we did. It would be like you being a body just of all ears, trying to walk around, probably rolling around because you don't have any limbs. You're just an ear. He says, listen, if all of us were that, that if all of us were a mouth, which we want to be, everyone, we all like to talk. I know um, uh, one of the pastors on staff, he says this all the time, um, that we all have the spiritual gift of a captive audience. <laughs> we all want people to listen to us, right? But we all have a part to play. He says this, if the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts of the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. And he goes on and continues this metaphor of this body. Okay, so you have a role to play and you are a different part than someone else. And then he says this in verse 27, he skips down sort of like, here's, here's the kind of the conclusion. Now you are the body of Christ and each one of you is a part of it. Listen to me, you play an important role in not just like the big church, but this church. You play an important role in this church. For some of us though, we're not living in that role. Maybe we're just attending, you're just, you know, on Sunday morning, you, you, you like the experience, you, you, you enjoy the music, and, and, and like, it's great. But what we're told here in scripture is that, is that all of us have a bigger part to play. And that you being involved in this church means that other people have a part to play in your life. And part of the other people, part of their role is speaking God's words to you. This, uh, uh, the be perhaps the best place where this happens, I, I think, is in small groups. I talked about it a little bit before, but, but literally, where, where you're a part of a group of people who meet every week or maybe every other week and you show up and, and you're there for prayer, for Bible study, for encouragement, to maybe share a meal, to just talk about life, to share struggles or issues or, you know, wins or losses that week. And, and, and like, it's where real like life on life happens where, two, where multiple people come together and like, all right, here's what's going on. And, and iron sharpens iron where there's interaction. You're not just listening, you're like participating. Some of, some of my uh, most rewarding church experiences have been in small group, not on a Sunday morning, though it's easy to make that church. Church really is, for me, relationships. And it's being a part of a group of people, like-minded, who are, hey, we're all, we're all going in the same direction, so let's just talk about it. Let's intentionally be a part of each other's life. And I show up, to my small group, we meet Wednesdays. And, and, uh, and I show up each Wednesday, at least whatever's going on, how busy it is, the chaos, the, the crazy, the dropping this kid off for this sport and this thing and this you know, school activity. And then it's like, all right, but when I show up, okay, Lord, we're gonna open up your word. I wanna hear from you today. I wanna hear from you tonight. And, 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 and I'm, I'm gonna listen to what other people are sharing because I may not get something, like your word for me might not come from a verse that's read, but someone sharing their insight into it or their perspective, and it may be, ooh, God, I feel like that, like, you, like they said that for me. And, and so for us, it's, it's this perspective 
an, an attitude that, that God, you, you can speak through anyone, anywhere, anytime. God speaks to me when, when people preach his word every time. And he speaks to me through other members of his church because God can speak through anyone, anywhere, anytime. So I better pay attention. And the same is true for you. That if you, like tuning in a radio, can say, all right, I'm gonna tune in my spiritual antenna to hear from the Lord and to realize on a Sunday morning, all right, we're, we're, we're gonna be talking about God's word. I'm expecting to hear from him. And when I'm just living life around other Christians, maybe especially people that, that I would say are mature in their faith and maybe have a wisdom of the Lord that just seems to be different than other people, I wanna be listening to what they're saying. We're gonna worship together and then we're gonna take communion together. So would you do this? Would you stand as we, uh, as we pray? And then at the end of the, worshiping this next song together, we'll, we'll take the, the cup together. So Lord, we, we thank you for your word, for who you are. And we want to be people who are listening to you. We give you permission to speak into our lives not just on Sunday morning, but with others, with other believers, like-minded who, who have permission to speak into us, to speak your words. Lord, we worship you now. We pray this in Jesus' name.